0: Welcome to the Endurance Coachpreneur Podcast, hosted by me, Coach Michelle Link. This is the show that helps endurance coaches bridge the gap from hobby to creating a dream impact-filled and profitable coaching business. We will discuss all things endurance business, including time management, marketing, mindset, growing your community of engaged athletes, all while increasing impact and profitability. Listen here to grow your athlete roster of ideal, perfect-for-you athletes while bringing home more income for you and your family. Endurance coaching is already your dream job. Let's make it a full-time reality. Welcome back to the Endurance Coachpreneur. Today, I'm going to talk about relationships and how important relationships and relationship building are to your business. So, First part is when I'm talking to new coaches or people that are interested to begin a coaching business, you need one of two things. Preferably, it's going to be a lot easier if you have both to even get started. If you don't have these two things, if you have zero of them, I recommend you don't actually start your business. Okay. So, what are those two things? First one is that you have a network, you know, people. If you're an athlete that Rides your bike on the trainer, does your runs on the treadmill. You're a lone ranger. You like to do your own thing at your own time. You don't you really do it on your own. And you have maybe a handful of friends, but that do the sport, but you don't really interact with a lot of people, that's gonna be a problem. You just don't know people that are looking for a coach. You don't know people that will refer you. You don't have a network. So it's going to be really important that you grow a network. Second part is, you're going to have to have a willingness to market. And that's usually or mostly 90% of the time through social media. So if you hate social media, if you think it's the dumbest thing ever, if you think it's useless, if it is something that you're just never going to enjoy, it's probably going to be really hard for you to market. So if you have no network, number one, And number two, you have no interest in marketing or getting on social media. It is going to be impossible for you to build a business. I've certainly worked with coaches that have one or the other, and they may be really good at one or the other, but they don't have the other side, and we've had to work on that other side to make this move faster. You can certainly know some people, be brand new at social media and marketing, And grow your business, it may be slow. If you are a coach or a new coach or even an athlete that knows a ton of people and loves social media, it's going to go so much faster. One of the coaches I work with has thousands of followers and knows a lot of people and loves social media. It's going to be pretty easy for him to grow a business. I mean, all things considered, compared to somebody that knows no one and has, you know, 50 followers because they have a very new account. Okay, so I want you to first assess where what's important here, and what's important here is you're going to need to find people, and coaching is a relationship business. So what I'm really going to get into today is how it's a game of relationships, and every single coach, be it new or with a huge network, with a small network, or been around a long time with a big network should always be aiming to grow your network. And the way I explain that is grow who you know because we need to constantly get more people that are either going to become athletes for us or are going to be referral partners. They're going to be people that say, hey, so-and-so would be a perfect athlete for you and they're going to refer that person over. Okay, so we're going to want to create our network or build it create if you're new or build it so that you have people who know who you are. I've had coaches come to me and say, hey, I can't get an athlete. I have zero athletes. I have a website. I have social media. I feel like I'm doing all the things. And I'm like, that's not actually what you need to get started. What you really need to get started is know somebody that you can coach. You just need somebody that you can start coaching, get a testimonial, on, and then move forward with it. The social media stuff is not for finding new people. You will find new people on there, but the primary way that you're going to find new people, especially when you're new, and even as we are more senior of coaches, is by meeting new people in real life. How do you do that? Well, you could be at the track and you just talk to that athlete. There was an athlete that kept showing up to track at the same time I was doing a track workout during COVID, and after one or two times, I went over and talked to him. And about a year later, he joined my team. He was being coached by somebody else. And eventually, uh, like four or five months ago, I said, hey, you should really work with me at this point. And he said, you're right. And he worked, He now works with me. He's one of my athletes. I met him in person. And then it took some time. Okay, But I was growing my network by talking to people I didn't know at events or places. So Another example is at the pool. I was swimming with some of my athletes and I had, we all had, a couple of us had my 5-3 racing swim caps on, which by the way, uh, swim caps are an amazing marketing tool and they're pretty cheap. So something to consider, like wear a swim cap with your business on it. But so we're doing laps and I noticed there's a couple in the lane next to us swimming and I was thinking, oh, I should really talk to them. And the funny thing is I actually didn't talk to them, but I kind of beat myself up afterwards Kindly, of course, but like, why didn't you talk to them? That was silly. But uh, later that day, I had a new follower and I looked at the picture of the follower and it was the guy in the lane next to me. He saw our caps and he followed us. And then, after a couple months of watching our stuff, like watching stories, I think maybe did a little bit of interaction, he inquired to work with us. And now he's been my athlete for I think over two years now. And he and his wife are some of the most engaged members of our community. So I was out in the community, they saw my cat, they followed me, and now they're athletes. I should have actually talked to them. That probably would have, if I had talked to them, instead of waiting three months, I bet you he would have inquired after a month or two. I bet you it would have been a lot quicker. Talking and having a, a a conversation with people is always an accelerator. If there's anything you remember from this call, it's talk to people, because they're much more likely to inquire with you after you've had a conversation. So don't forget that. So... What is social media for if it's not really for finding people? Well, it's for getting them to gain trust in you. So every time you post, think of it as like a 1% uptick where each time they see a post of yours, they gain trust in you a tiny little bit more, tiny little bit. And after a number of touch points, that is when they will hire you. And I, I should have looked up this study beforehand, but I think there's a study that people need to see something 10 or 15 times before they buy it. That's why there's a such thing as Facebook ads. Have you ever like searched for something? Like we searched for, um, I've been playing around with crocheting and now I get a thousand crocheting company Facebook ads. And I, sometimes I see them 14 times. The reason for that is because they know that one time is not going to be enough for most people. It's going to take a bunch of times. That's what social media does. When you go to a website, it doesn't change very often. But when you go to Instagram, that's an opportunity for daily or weekly or just some sort of um, periodicity to update and get a new touch point with a person to gain more trust. Okay, So it's like a, it's a fabulous free marketing, free other than your time, marketing uh, platform. But so what, what you're going to do then is you're going to meet somebody in person and you're going to want them to follow you. The best bet for it to grow who you know is I love my navy analogies is you don't want to be like two ships passing in the night. Basically, you don't want to like meet somebody at a race, have a great conversation, and then never remember their name and then never connect with them again. How do you have a conversation and move them to social media because that's your goal. How do you even do that? The easiest way is just to be a normal human being. Do not get in their face and be like, "Hey, I'm a coach. Why don't we let me show you how to set up your transition area right, or something ridiculous like that? Do not do that because they're going to think you're gross. And most of the time, even if you're helping them, the same the same thing would go in the swimming pool. I don't think people love when somebody starts talking to them to help them fix their stroke. That's typically not a great way to meet someone. Instead, um, start with something that's connecting. And like a normal human being, <laughs> which would be like saying something like, if you see they have an Iron Man swim cap on, say, Oh, you did, you did Iron Man Florida. What did you think of the swim? Or you're at a race. Wow, the wind out there on the run was awful. It felt like we were running in a wind tunnel. Like have a normal human conversation with that person you meet. Don't jump to coach. Now, to grow your network, how do you keep them in it? is this is what I would do is I say I'd love to keep this conversation going or connect with you in in the future what's your Instagram handle they give it to me I follow them and then fairly high percentage chance they'll follow me back if they are regular users they don't always though I don't worry if they don't follow me back it's just the way the cookie crumbles sometimes so that is how I would interact with people is that you you take the, fir- the next step. There's a common misconception that coaches should put stuff out into the universe and then expect people to come back to them. Like, oh, I post on social media or, oh, I met a person. The athletes are not going to always be or often be the ones doing the work. They just aren't. They're not going to be the ones that are like searching you out. Now, sometimes they will be, but often they won't be. Think of it this way, like if you're going to hire like, at least it's me at least, I'm going to hire, let's say a plumber. I don't call the phone number unless it's like emergency and my house is flooding. Typically what I do is I fill out a form online because it's like low barrier to entry. Like I don't want to have to talk to somebody. I don't want to, like I'm nervous because I've never talked to these people before. Same thing goes with athletes. They, sometimes we're going to have to talk to them first. We're going to have to show that it's not a scary conversation. People are inherently shy. They are not jumping to talk to you. Now, you will have people that will jump to talk to you because you're going to fit exactly what they're looking for. It's going to happen. But in general, people are going to need to be warmed up to you. And that's what social media is for. So have the conversation with them. Get their Instagram handle. Have them. Hopefully, they will follow you back. If not, oh, well. That's it is what it is. And if you if they post something, you can always give it a like and give them a congrats and maybe that'll remind them to follow you. It doesn't need to be this super stressful thing and please 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 don't introduce yourself as a coach and then start coaching them. Please please don't do that. So, growing who you know is is the basic attract marketing that I want you guys to be thinking about. And what is what is attract marketing? It's finding new people in your network. It's growing your network. It is something that is is going to be hard at first for a lot of people because you may be inherently shy. You may be an introvert and that's okay. But with practice, it gets easier. Also, if you set yourself up with goals before you attend something, um, here's some examples. Like if I were to attend a race, I will say, I am going to try to talk to, depending on the length of the race or how long I'm in town or how often I'll be around athletes, I'll be like, I'm going to make a goal of talking to five new people today. Five new people I'm going to talk to and I'm going to try to get their social media so I can connect with them later. That's my goal. If you just show up and like randomly do nothing or have like one or two conversations, you won't have it. You need to be intentional and say like, I'm going to show up to this thing and I'm going to have some conversations. Another thing that you can do locally is mix up what you're doing. If there's five pools in your town and you can go to all of them, but you always go to one of them your own, and you always go at the same time of day, you're probably going to see the same people. How about trying to go to one of the other pools? Maybe drive five minutes further and see if you can meet some new people. Expand that radius. I had one of my coaches that was like, yeah, I know all the people at my pool already. And I'm like, well, are there other pools? And she said, oh, yeah, there are. I just want the shortest trip. And I said, well, one of your goals is to grow who you know. So why don't we go to one of those other pools? Because there's probably different swimmers there. There's probably a whole new group of people that you can grow your network with. It's also going to take you sometimes just getting in your car and going to local races or riding to the local races or running, whatever. But you should go to some local races, not as an athlete, but as just a person. Um, a really good way to grow who I knew was I was racing in our local sprint try. It's like a pool swim. It's a really big race. It's probably like two thirds first timers. It's it is a very local race. It's called the Rest and Sprint. It's just a great race for lo- for local beginners or people looking to do triathlon. I did kick myself that I didn't have a tent there because that would have been great marketing, but. I went with two of my beginners and walked them around the transition area the day before the race because since I was racing, I could well. I think anybody could be in the transition area. There weren't any bikes there to sprint, but so I went with them and I walked them through the whole process of what the race is going to be like, where they're going to come in transition, what's going to what to do in the transition, where the run out was. I did all that stuff, and by the end, I had like five people following me. Extra, there were more people. They had they had kind of like glommed on to our little thing and I thought that was great. That's an opportunity to meet new people. Like if I had stayed there all day, I probably could have met a ton of people. I went to another local race, like a mini sprint because a couple of my athletes were racing and one of my coaches and we had nothing going on on a Sunday morning, so I was like I told my son we should go over and watch a race, so we went over. We had a great time. And some of the uh some people at the race started they realized I was a coach and they started telling me that all these athletes needed help. And then suddenly I had all these athletes talking to me and I was answering all these questions. And I had just come to like support my athletes and suddenly I was getting, we got a new inquiry out of it. It was, was kind of crazy. That's the kind of stuff happens when you get outside of your comfort zone. You're not just at your house, on the computer or on your trainer or on your treadmill, like you're out and about getting out and about. So another way to do that is join your local group. Join um, the tri-team or the run club or the track workout or whatever that's going on locally. The shop run or the shop ride or the master swim team is another huge one. Join those things and meet new people. The important thing, again, here is that it's not just that we're meeting people that could potentially be athletes down the road. Again, it's not going to be like tomorrow, but these could be people that will refer you later they could refer you athletes tomorrow so we want to grow our network not just for athletes but also so we know more people that can refer us having a big network is really 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 useful so in closing when we're wanting to get started in coaching it's going to be a lot easier if we have a network and we're willing to grow it and if we have social media or some marketing method and we're willing to use that those two things are going to help us a lot Social media is not for attracting new people, though it will attract a few. It's mostly for nurturing the people we already know. So we want to meet, move people we know in person over to social media. And we are going to want to figure out a way when we meet people not to just have it like two ships in a night. We want to find a way to get them to connect later. And my way of doing it is just asking for their Instagram handle and just having random conversations with them about sport or about the weather or about whatever. Not about how you're a coach. That can come later. Like, it's not like that you're trying to hide it, but you don't need to lead with it and, you know, creep people out. Not that it will creep people out, but maybe some it would. I certainly wouldn't want to be in the pool and have somebody tell me how to swim. I'd be pretty offended, probably. But also, because I swam in college, that would be weird, but I could see it happening for sure. So, have a great day. Please go today and figure out a way that you can grow who you know. Go to a race. Go to a different pool. Go to the track, check out who's running. I mean, we do have two clubs that run at our track, but we had I think um there were probably like 25 people on the track running on Wednesday morning when I was there. Lots of people to meet and there were people that I think weren't members of either group. So start meeting people cuz at the end of the day, coaches are purchased in quotes, I don't love that word, but we're hired As a person, and as a person, we need to know each other, and having a conversation is usually what gets people feeling comfortable to inquire. They don't love inquiring without a conversation. Okay. So, have those conversations. That's it for now. Have a great day. Thanks for listening. If you love this episode or have any feedback, DM me at Coach Michelle Lake. That's Michelle with two L's on Instagram. Also, take time to leave me a review if you enjoyed it. Until next time, coaches, let's get out there, grow who you know, take action, and keep changing the lives of our athletes.